a, a pretty good investment. Like, are, are you happy that you did it? And, and, and shut uh, up, Melvin. And, and this is another Ooh. question. This is a, a two sided question because you can answer different ways. Okay. Investment for your life, for your being, for your your career, and getting to that other D of this episode, the cost of it all. Like, what's it worth? Dead. Yeah, that that the that the pretty little penny that you had to pay towards it, it that we're still kind of paying on. But yeah. but well, thank you for COVID. COVID. Come on, COVID. COVID. Just gave us a, a pause. <laughs> we was able to hit that pause button. Come on, go. Shout if you was able to hit that pause button. Hallelujah. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. <laughs> I got to talking in tongues. I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates. Proud educators. And most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk, where I'm your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. Dr. Dukes, Dr. Dukes, Dr. Dukes, do you know what today was? The last day of the semester. Hello, I am on break it, break, break it, break, break. Yes. Exams are done, grades are in, they've been finalized, and I am on break i'm good to go my mama asked me today said when do y'all go back i said not tomorrow <laughs> in other words i don't know don't care i got a good little break and i ain't thinking nothing about that school for a while <laughs> what she mean when y'all go back no like, not like, you know i mean like my own man let's not talk that <laughs> i just got off no it's crazy because you know we on the other side where technically we're not off <laughs> Um, we have to take days, but one thing everybody is doing is taking their days for next week. Got to take some days. Yeah, man. we were like, nah, bro. Everybody in higher ed who are, well, even the ones doing virtual, like the colleagues that I have who are not doing in person, that's still staying home. But like, I'm still taking a break. So, absolutely. That's, I mean, that's the thing to do. Yeah, that's the thing to do. It's don't crazy because they. They asked us at work today, like, what are you looking forward to? And different people were like, you know, my son's coming home or I'm going to see my family or da da And I was like, I couldn't even think of what I was looking forward to other than nothing. Resting. Just. Chilling. Not even, I'm, like, my mind was just like, I, I just ready to get out of here. Just I don't know. <laughs> looking forward to being away. Yeah. Yes. Literally looking forward to being away. So. But no, I'm just, I'm like, me, like, I, I've said a lot on the podcast. I don't have many uh, stressors at my job and my new school and stuff like that, but um, you know, just just knowing that you have a break mm-hmm. from thinking about work related stuff, like whether you know it's easy, hard, tough, whatever. I'm I just got a break. I'm just go, so glad to have a break. Yeah, like I don't have to wake up as early every morning mm-hmm. and get my clothes ready and take my shower and do this down the third. And I, my boss said it best. He said he was looking forward to having a free calendar. Like I don't have to go look in the calendar. I don't have to, I don't have to be nowhere. Yeah. I if I choose to say today is a sleep in day, okay. If I want to say I want to wake up five o'clock in the morning and cook breakfast, I can and do that go and go back to sleep. You can. Or if I want to stay up and say I'm staying up till two o'clock in the morning because mm-hmm. I ain't waking up until two o'clock in the next day. Like I can just do what I want. It's just the freedom. Everybody was like, yeah, it's just yes. freedom. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out though to um, we had a hilarious day of playing office games as a unit virtually. So y'all wasn't working. No, we did. We just did two this for two hours, but um, we we had a way a lot of other stuff to do. But it was just fun that as a unit because it's such a big. I want you to think about basically, this is like like the math department all getting together and doing something for um, 
the holidays, like right before we go out. So it yeah. was just fun. I, at first, it was like, oh God, they want us to play office games. I feel you. We all got it. And literally, the boss boss was like, I know, like, you know, sometimes it can be a drag to do this, but bruh, we was lit. <laughs> like, it was so much fun. <laughs> you know the secret of doing them kind of games right there? What? Actually, get into them. Like, don't mm-hmm. be don't be the person that's like, bro, this is so boring. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And just try to, because if, if you try to get into them just a yeah. little, yeah. you're going to find yourself in the end like, bro, that wasn't that bad. And I'm going to tell you what I felt like really made it fun, too. Getting into it virtually, because we are a unit that drops gifts in the chat. GIFs, yeah. not gifts. GIFs. I'm sorry, GIFs. So it's funny when somebody does something and somebody drops a GIF. Wait, so y'all play y'all play games virtual? Oh, y'all weren't in a no. That's what that, I'm telling you. That's what made it so like it was so much fun because you are literally in your office looking at your screen, looking at whoever, and y'all typing stuff in the chat while somebody else answering and doing all that kind of stuff. So even when it was stuff where you know it was a time limit, like we even had something where we had to take play doh and make something, and then she hit the timer to say stop, and another hold person. Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you had to hold up to the screen. Though, then when she said stop, another person said, "Um, Doc, I just like to say Melvin's still over there working." And everybody just looked at they like you looking at your screen. You see that person like, "Oh, y'all can see me." Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, we can. So it was like it was stuff like that. It was just fun. Was awesome. I just glad everybody kind of just relaxed and did it and didn't, you know, and that it was a variety of things like music, like scrambling words, movies. It was just different. Okay, stuff. now here's a quick little fun thing that so we did the same kind of thing, not virtual though. We actually did a um a lunch today or whatever and then had the faculty games or whatever. So it was we was broken up into departments. Okay. And like you said about variety, we we had a trivia thing. So they asked us ten questions. Uh, five questions. It was two rounds. Five questions each round, and in between each question, they would do raffles to give teachers gifts and stuff like that. And the question was from all over the place. Uh, like you said, music, movies, um, holidays, stuff like that. Well, one of the questions was about Kwanzaa. Oh, <laughs> the one black boy in the room. So everybody hoping Mr. Dude know the it. Only black person in the math department. So when they saw Kwanzaa, you know, all of them head went to me like, whoop. <laughs> Now, this is the funny part. You ain't never celebrated Kwanzaa in your life. Not never. Mm-mm. The only word I know from Kwanzaa is Umoja, which means unity. But I know that because... Oh, uh, either, probably something on Nickelodeon some like song, he did last week. Yeah, something like that. It's something like that's the only word I know. And I could be wrong with that one. But that's the only I got even close. But, L- luckily but in question, Delta, we do something with Kwanzaa. But the so. question was, how many days are celebrated in Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa and you know what I thought too the um the candles I said uh-huh. okay I think I know it's odd, it's an odd number oh. you light a candle for each day I think it's three on one side three on the other and one in the middle that makes seven then I was like yeah seven is the answer wait 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 is it four on one side four on the other <laughs> side and one in the middle which makes nine so they all looked at me was like oh come on man and i could feel the pressure was like you the one black person at the table we need you now for this question but luckily i got the right answer it was seven and it was, it was good to go but boy i felt the pressure Bruh. then boy it was like all eyes on <laughs> me baby mm-hmm. well, hey, let me tell you how to flip it around in my office so for lunch we did games too right mm. They asking all these movie lines, and my coworkers are like, such and such and such and such. And then they say this song, and they're like, oh, da, 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 da. Finally, I couldn't take it no more. I said, hey, y'all got any black questions? 
Because I'm about to nut up. I don't know what none of this is. I don't eat fruitcake. I don't like, and I'm talking about everybody literally like jump from the table and bust that leg. Because I was like, I can't take it no more. I have tried to sit here quietly and pretend like I'm really trying to play, but I don't know none of this. None of this. And so it's funny because the one of the co workers who's white, she was like, well, I don't think my parents are not telling me something, but. Uh, I'm about with you on this. I don't know none of it either. <laughs> she was like, if I'd have reviewed these games, we wouldn't have played them. So I said, yeah, y'all got to have some culturally diverse stuff. Don't yeah. hit me with the one Kwanzaa question. Yep, yep. And I don't even know what that is. So, yeah. Fun, yeah, fun. It was, it was, it was fun. fun in the Glad to have a break. But, you know, um, we got a topic today that popped up um on my timeline. It kind of gave me some inspiration for this week. So I know y'all are anxious to get into it and let's get this cracker lacking. Um, before we get into it, we're going to definitely tell you to visit therightseffect.com. That's T H E R I T E E F F E C T.com. Click on podcast and then click on supporters to see a few of our supporters for the podcast. Everybody from both side planners to nostalgia clothing, real fit. Skin Society, a whole host of them. You guys go there, click on them, show them support, tell them we sent you, and that you are listening to this this deep discussion that I have now decided to call this episode Degrees, Debt, and Depression. Debt. Debt. Sorry, I yeah. said it. I said it a little too. I hit that B too hard. Yeah. Debt. Debt. That's what it sounded Degrees, like. Degrees, Debt, and Depression. Yeah, it sounded like debt. Like yeah, that. wrong. Degrees ain't got no money. So, um, taking a right moment, like we do, taking a moment to push this with education. You know, a lot of the times, uh, we push, we push our students towards college and this is what you need to do. This is how you get ahead. This is how you make more money. And it is safe to say that in 2020, we know that that is not the truth. You do not have to go to college to make more money. Um, college is not always the way. Um, additional education, additional certification, additional learning uh, can be a tool, but not necessarily just college. But let's let's just talk about this in the terms of um, not only our students in college, but the push for educators and, and other people, even other fields, the push to just get an additional degree on top of what you already have. So should I go earn that additional degree that's what we headed at so you ready mr duke yeah okay so you know we on y'all know we like to have this and and i'm let me say this too i'm really looking forward to eventually where this is video um some of our episodes that we are able to (laughs) his face immediately just went like no but i think it'll be helpful because people need to like do want to see um the silliness that you bring to the table too but um, i'm just telling you now if we go uh video or uh where they can see I'm gonna be like, uh, what's the what's that artist, pop artist that wear a, a head, a mask, a helmet? Wait a okay. They wear like a helmet. You don't really know what they look like. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know either. But that's gonna be me. Y'all not gonna see my face. Oh my god! I mean, not... they see you in pictures. They know who you are. Okay, I, that's not the point. The point. That is, is the point. <laughs> no, the point is y'all not gonna be looking at me. That talk. person, nobody even sees them. That person. I mean, that y'all not gonna be watching me talk. <clears throat> y'all not gonna watch them and talk. See, then we got to deal with stuff like that. Nope. That's to make it fun. Melvin. Anyways, we're going to do it. So, um, all right. So, uh, I want to bring in some of the, okay. So where this conversation is going to go, uh, Melvin is going to <laughs> stop. See, cause if they saw your face right now, he making faces right now. I'm sorry. What happened was I brought about, Never mind. Let me go back to what I was saying. Cause you were about to mess me up. I want 
to discuss this from the experiences that I had in graduate school um and if people had similar experiences that they will be able to relate to it um and then also if you're thinking about grad school that you can take some of these that some of these things into consideration before going and embarking on this journey okay now melvin is going to do a lot of the facilitating asking questions and that kind of stuff and i'm just going to speak about what i know and what i experienced okay so First thing is this, of course, got my bachelor's degree from a historically bad college, Payne College here in Augusta, Georgia, and then I went on to get my master's um, at the University of South Carolina, Columbia. So the first thing is this, the initial shock of coming from an HBCU to a PWI, I think is, uh, has to be acknowledged in order to get to the... Uh, some of the things that happened later on for me with graduate school. Okay, I feel you on that. <clears throat> but let's go back go a ahead. second. Right. Why did sure. you even decide to go further after you already had one degree? Good point. Um, good question. Good question. Yes. <laughs> good question. So my degree was in English, and originally true story i majored in english because my mother majored in english and i did not want to take more than one math that is it and so sad so so sad yes, i hate math um See, i, I did bring one. you a gift home today that got something to do with math i'll show it to you later I all right about then. You. i'll be yeah. ready for it okay um so i was thinking about uh going into education my mother was an educator all right i'm gonna go be a teacher i'm gonna teach english that's that's pretty much what i had uh, but once I got involved with student affairs, as far as, you know, being Miss Payne, being on the orientation team, being a resident assistant, all the, and I realized like there are jobs in each one of these lanes, fraternity, sorority life, student activity, like there are jobs in this. Okay, switch. Now I see where there is graduate school, something I had not thought about until, um, and actually, originally, I was going to go get my master's um, in English because I was doing the um, Mellon Fellow program with Emory I was University. About to say, what was the Mellon Fellow program? Because the Mellon Fellow program was really pushing African American students to get graduate degrees in liberal arts. Gotcha. Um, so we were, like I said, we were in that part. But then once I realized there was a different lane, and that's really where my passion was, like, it was no doubt that that's what I wanted to do. Gotcha. Okay, I want to get my graduate degree in student affairs. Okay. So the the thing was, I I felt like it's for me to get a job in student affairs. Let's go get the degree in student affairs. Correct. That and truthfully, it's, it is it is it is it. I the information out the program is amazing, hands down. That was great. My eyes are moving because I think our dinner is here. I just heard a door slam. So we about to see if we about to get our. It is. Dinner. I see a sign that says Papa John. So All we're right. gonna pause for a moment, you guys. All right, got the food waiting for us, so let's go ahead and get back to it. All right, so um, Mellon Fellows, you just figured that, okay, I'm not going to do this teaching thing. I am going to go into student affairs. I'm going to get my master's in student affairs. Now, how did you decide on where you were going? Uh, There were three schools that I knew of that had the student affairs program. Correct. Um two were close to home those two were uh clemson and usc boo boo clemson right correct um clemson had theirs theirs was student affairs and counseling and at the time i was like 
ain't trying to cancel nobody. <laughs> like, I literally remember being like that in college. Mm, I don't want to do the counseling side. Um, whereas uh, USC's was higher education and student affairs. And I felt that if I eventually go on to the academic side of student affairs, if I go higher up and work in the administrative side, um, uh, not of academic side of student affairs, but academic side of the university as a whole or other areas, I needed. I wanted to have a... a a better understanding of the workings of higher education. Correct. So that's why I decided that program. Okay. So you decided on, we know now, going to USC. Right. How was that transition from paying college and knowing how it's run, quote unquote, to mm-hmm. uh, USC? And, I, and I'm asking a question from a couple of different standpoints. Small school, big school. Mm-hmm. Black school, white school. Right. <laughs> like, it's a couple of different ways you can answer that question. Initially, because this school has more money, it has more resources, it is humongous, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, wow, this is Disney World. Yeah. This yeah. is, look at what all they have here. Oh, my all goodness. It was just, yes, yeah. like, they have a, like, the Strom Fitness Center. Mm-hmm. If you went to USC or have ever been there, I was like, there are pools out here mm-hmm. to just go chill in. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go to the, there's a rock climbing. Mm-hmm. They have cool fitness classes. Mm-hmm. It's tennis, indoor tennis. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just some, and then the way that you, ch- I, I remember even calling you and telling you, Melvin, I didn't even swipe my card to get into the strong. They have my handprint. Mm-hmm. Like, you put your hand on the thing and it's like, who? Mm, just thought about COVID. I wonder if they're still doing that. Um. Anyways, that was the initial thing of, this is so great, right? And then the day I realized I was black, it would go. Mm. So that's the that's the big school, small school comparison. Mm-hmm. Now you're going into the black school, white school. Yeah, once we got into that <laughs> black school, white school, it was like <sighs> the challenge of being in a space. And we talked about this on the black and the ivory episodes and the dear white people episodes the challenge of trying to navigate white spaces where students are trying to figure out how do we interact with black students and feeling that you always have to be the spokesperson for black people and you have to be a certain way it became that idea of wearing a mask was so heavy and so the thing that I say to people, you know how people say, well, the world's not all black. That's why you need to go to a PDO. Well, the world's also not always all white. Correct. And I can easily see where your identity gets lost in you trying to um, please white people and you trying to make them feel comfortable around you. I have never spoken in a high soprano voice so long in my life of just, hi, and I. Like, I was constantly like that. Because you're trying to make sure you, you're you pleasing to everybody else. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, listening. As much as possible. So, it's just like that same office game that we just played today, and I broke the silence. I was like, hey, hey, hey. Y'all like, I don't know none of these questions. I want you to go back to me being only 21 years old and feeling like, I don't know. I don't know the question. I don't know none of this. I don't Mm, I don't fit in. Like, I don't fit in. Everybody's just laughing, and it's so funny, and this, this, and I'm just like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. And it was so many experiences like that, that it just became overwhelming. Like, it just became, I am tired of being fake and having to be somebody else every time I walk in a room at this place, every time I go somewhere. Um, And especially, uh, uh, I didn't know the terminology of microaggressions till this year, 2020. I didn't realize that it was microaggressions that was happening, right? So something as simple as, let's just 
say her name's Ashley. Ashley coming up to me and going, do you have the assignment for um, OAG class? And I'm like, OAG class? Yeah. And I was like, I don't take OAG. Oh, I, oh. Yeah, you thought I was Talisha. The other black girl. <laughs> the other black girl who we look nothing alike. Talisha's dark skin. I'm light skin. Talisha always has braids. I normally have my hair straight. I just, <laughs> we look nothing alike. But it was the black girl, the black girl in the class. And like for her just to walk, like never didn't even go. Oh, I'm sorry. I just, it was just like oh, oops, I got the got the black girls mixed up. My professors would do it. My professors would get me confused, like with the other girls. And we we talked about it later on. Of like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's why he said it to me in class. Da 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 da. Because he thought I was you and all that kind of stuff those those continuations of things just eventually get annoying just yeah. i'm over it yeah and my thought is uh if i if i don't know if this is her for real just don't say nothing about it at all huh. but i'm gonna tell you something <laughs> i saw my students recently say something about how you'll come to class one day and everybody's sitting around and talking and then the next day you come and come to find out everybody in that same little group went out to eat together. And then come to find out they get together and do stuff. And you just like, hmm, how convenient I don't get invited. Eventually, that does happen. They decide they're just not going to say nothing to you because they keep messing up. <laughs> so they just be like, and, and it's not that I'm calling. I'm actually not even calling you out on it, which I should have. Looking yeah, back. Yeah. I didn't, but I didn't they have. remember you, girl. Yeah, I didn't have that kind of. Um, uh-uh. I did not have that kind of confidence. And you talking about the girl who was missed. Like when I look at me being Miss Payne, that was a huge courage to get out there and do that. I was I was not that girl. Like they did pageants and was gonna be the representative of the school. I was a class president kind of girl. Like yeah, get work done, but to be that. So, but my confidence was just shot by the time I got USC. It was like I don't I don't know. I was about to say because it was a completely different world. Like mm-hmm. you was you was a uh, you literally went. I ain't gonna say you the analogy of big fish, small pond, small pond, big fish, blah blah. blah. I'm just gonna say you literally went from a pond. To a big ocean. Yes. <laughs> it's the ocean. You, you were in a pond at Payne. It was a little pond. All the little fish know each other. Hey, girl, what's going on? What's going on? Play, I see you. <laughs> then you got over to that ocean. It was like, whoa. <laughs> it's some big killer whales. <laughs> it's, some, it's some sharks out here that'll get me. It's some little jellyfish that'll sting me. Yeah. It's some things out here. It's some things out here. And then, okay, so you got to think. Here here goes a double, double size of this. I am now in a space where there is, we are in this big ocean and I'm questioning myself mm-hmm. in every step of everything. Should I be out this deep? Should I swim back to shore? Oh my gosh. So am, am, do I know the information that the professor is, is talking about? Am I smart enough to be here? Should I That's have even done that? That's that imposter syndrome yes. thing that you talk about so often. Yes. It kicked yeah. in horribly. Yeah. And we've talked about this before when my dad had to tell me like, girl, You've been smart at every school you've been at. What is wrong this with you now? No but I was like, mm-mm, daddy. <laughs> something about this one. Yeah, something don't, don't feel right. Because the students in class would, you know, professors would bring up stuff like, you know, the psychosocial theories of da-da-da-da. And I'm like, huh? And you would hear students, oh, yes, because I saw and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, I don't even know what y'all talking about. But then I realized. I was just about to say, there was a turning point, though. Turning point. Where you pulled up your big girl drawers. Pull your panties up. Pull your panties up. Check the blog out. Up. Hit that nostalgia blog if you want to yep. hear about it. You but pull I, them up and realize what? <clears throat> that um, we are we are equivalent, if I'm not better than you. Um, and at the, the least, we're equal. At the least. Yeah. And that happened in a professor's class where everybody was in the office talking about they 
failed a essay he had and I was sitting there listening to them talk about how, you know, they got a D or F and da 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 and I had an A. And I was like, I got an A on that. And when I said, and then like the girl said, Sharon, what you get? And I said, I got an A. And that other girl looking like one of the mean girls off that movie was like, how? I want to be like, look at little Susie Q. But I was like, I didn't even answer her. I just looked and just turned around like, okay. And, and I knew how y'all, y'all come in with this. And it's not everybody. And I'm not right. saying that's not it's totally not everybody. I had some people there that were amazing. And I'm so thankful to have them as friends even, even now. But there were people in the class that I was focusing on them and how when the professor said something, they were the first ones to talk and speak. Bingo. And it made me question. Bingo. But then I realized later on that, you know, another girl said this. I'm like, girl, I don't know what he's talking about too. either. I'm I just, struggling too. I, who, you, can you help more. me? Mm-hmm. And then when I was get home and I was studying and do my paper and I was turning out the right information, it's like, yeah, somebody can finesse in class and say some stuff. But can you put the work in and, and, and pull out mm-hmm. that? Now, so, but I want you to keep in mind, like, yeah, I learned that towards the end, but during the midst of it, I'm not there, right? So I'm dealing with the fact of, I'm dealing with microaggressions, I'm dealing with imposter syndrome, but then the next thing was, I am in a program that studies historically, that studies uh, colleges and universities, and does not have any whatsoever zilch information on hbcus so you have just basically um you don't acknowledge the place that i'm from as a black woman or as a student so now i'm really feeling confused like wait because i want you to keep in mind usc ain't but two blocks from From two two hbcus that are right across the street from each other literally right up there and y'all don't have any classes no professor nobody that even has a knowledge or a consideration of historically black colleges so a lot of times in class when y'all are talking about different theories and stuff and you're relating it to your experiences well it doesn't relate it doesn't translate the same at historically black colleges so now i'm really feeling like do i say something in class or am i going to continue to keep it's almost like a Think about somebody if we all sitting here and we're talking about hip hop right now, right? And we're going talking about Gucci and Jeezy, like you know when uh, Stucky was on the episode, and we're talking about that. And then another person come in, and all he keep bringing up is Erica Badu. And we're gonna be like, well, "What that got to do yeah, with?" I did what you saying, dog? But, but yeah, and that's the kind of feeling I feel like I was bringing up Neo Soul, and they over here talking about rap, like, but okay, why you keep talking about that? So I think all of that put together will o- overwhelm me and eventually led into my first battle with depression. depression there we go that was the first like i and i tell people this i know you know it looks like what i do is say i'm gonna do this and it goes and, and it happens if this that's not true i remember t- being on the phone with you because you were in school in atlanta you're at georgia tech i'm over here in columbia we now three hours away and just feeling like i don't know how to even articulate what my what I'm thinking at what this point? I can't even tell you my I problem. What's wrong with me? I, I don't know. I had gained probably like forty pounds. I'm I'm miserable. I am sad. Um, I cry spon- um sporadically. Sporadically, just tears. I remember two of my friends asked me to go to dinner with them, and I was like, I was so glad they had called to ask me because I had been in my apartment by myself all day. But as soon as we sat down and <laughs> Angela was like, so how you doing? Tears. And they were like, <laughs> like what, what is going on? But it was just, I, and now I realize all of that 
wrapped up in I still got to do schoolwork. I still got to push out papers. I still have to do my practicum. I still got to be a, uh, do my graduate assistantship. I'm still trying to pay bills. It's my first time trying to learn how to pay bills. I'm away from home. All of that wrapped up into it is what's going on. So when you tell people, so this and this is just my first grad experience. We just talking about the first the the masters. I ain't even got to the doctoral program. When you're talking about all of that pressure being put on somebody. The difference between that and something else going on with your life is you got to do it yourself. I couldn't turn to anybody else and say, hey, you write my paper for me. You do this or, or you go to class for me. I got to get it done. And a lot of us who go and seek graduate schools are the type of people who are achievers. And so what can't happen is I can't come back home without a degree. Right. So now I'm just feeling stuck and I just got to keep pushing myself when I regardless really... Regardless of how I feel, regardless <laughs> of what I'm going through, regardless <sighs> of you know, how the class is... And I feel you on that. Like, me growing up as, well, not growing up as, I'm still the oldest son, but <laughs> me being the oldest of four boys, yeah. I felt that pressure my whole life um, of you You got to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you done started this journey, you got to do it to show your family and, more importantly, your younger brother that you can do it if you put your mind to it. And, like, I felt all them little quotes going through my head and felt it all through my spirit. Like, I can't mess up. And that mm-hmm. is a huge <laughs> pressure. Huge pressure. So mm-hmm. when I filled my first class at Fort Valley, I was like, boy, my parents going to look at me crazy. My <laughs> brother's going to look at me crazy. They ain't going to never look at me as the, the good big brother no more and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, please. And I ain't had nobody else. It was just me. <laughs> I'm, and I, and I'm I the person. I where it was for you because the pressure was put on you as in, oh, I know Sharon going to do what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I know she going to, you know, I know she ain't gonna have no problems when really and truthfully, no, I, I, I can have problems. Mm-hmm. I may look like the perfect child, the great child, all that kind of stuff, but I go through stuff too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have some things to get through, <laughs> mm-hmm. get through point blank period. So I can never see how that pressure and I, was building up for you. What I didn't I was I what I wasn't able to articulate either during that first year was that it was depression, that it was the pressures of things. And the challenge, come on, Melvin, because you're going to understand when I say this. Mm-hmm. Black parents don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Black parents say, you got an attitude. I need you to get so rid of your up. attitude. And it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. I I do not have an attitude. I didn't think I did. Um, I don't know what I have. I am literally can't, lost. Can't explain it. I cannot explain this. No, I don't want to talk. One minute I am good. The next minute I just want to cry. And when I'm being quiet and being short... It's because I'm literally on the verge of tears and I'm trying not to. And for me, it took my advisor um, letting me know that we had free counseling services on campus, sending me to the counselor. Thank God the counselor was a black female and her just saying, helping me with the language to then go and tell the people close to me, this is how, yeah, right. So when I came home one weekend and sat my parents down like, hello, ready to talk now. Then they were like, whoa, (laughs) okay, this sounds different than just you being short with us or something like, you know, like you, you know, they say back in the day, you smelling yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's different now. I'm, I'm, I need you to understand this, this, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say this too. Think about the people whose parents, may not even have a bachelor's degree much less a master's and truly don't understand what that world is yeah. like what do you mean like it's school just do your school work do yeah. your homework you know they looking at it like that and i at least i had parents who knew okay all right we both have this is a, a advanced degree so maybe, yeah maybe she's telling the truth this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe she is going through something like okay i get it it's a little different this. The, the counseling because i want to wrap up your master's and get to the 
that doctor, whatever, I don't get to it. But, okay, so you got the counseling, you figured out what was wrong, blah, blah, blah. How did that, if it did, help in finishing up your master's program? Mm. How did it help, if it even did help? Or what was it that helped you finish that master's program? Like, let me get it out the way. Let me finish this program. I met with this person maybe three times, max. Um, and it changed my life to where I still use tactics that that lady used with me, with my current students and staff and staff. Okay. Grown people. I use this with the very time, first time I met with this woman and I got, and I was able to get words out of my mouth. I immediately poured to started crying. And any student that knows that has cried in my office or any of my staff members cried in my office, whatever will tell you, I don't hand them a tissue. And the reason I don't hand them a tissue is because that young lady said to me, she said, there's a box of tissue right there if you would like to get get tissue. But I don't want to I don't want to hand you the tissue because I don't want you to take that as a sign of suck it up. If you need to get these tears out, feel free to just let them flow. And that was the first time I ever felt like somebody just let me cry, just girl go ahead break down this is this is this is natural this is normal Mm -hmm. you 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 absolutely you know um deserve and need that space to do that Mm -hmm. so i think the acknowledgement and the ability to to say this is how i'm feeling acknowledge it respect it and then figure out what you're gonna do is that's what helped me Mm -hmm. so it was it was simple stuff People don't realize this. When I got my master's, 13 people died in two years in my life, including my grandma and your grandma. Like, it was just a lot. Like, good Lord. The the professor who class I told you I got the A in, he died. And Mr. Fogle, who was the RA at Payne, I was in that professor's class when I found out he died. Like, it was just, people keep dying. I don't know what's going on. Every time somebody called me, somebody didn't die. So all of this is going on in my head. So it was a lot of things of like saying, okay, well, did you have a chance to acknowledge that death and see how you felt with it? And because, you know, I think a lot of times it's growing up, parents shelter us from them things, from those things. And then once you have to deal with them, it hit you. So I, I, I believe that the counseling was just giving me the language and the, and the strength and courage and uh, empowerment to say like, to actually say it out loud, say it out loud. Man. Yes, and don't be embarrassed that you want to say out loud, like, I miss my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I feel lost. I'm homesick. I miss my parents. I want my mom and dad. I don't want my mom and dad to uh, be mad at me or whatever it is. Like, I can say those things. So let me ask you this. Somebody graduating from undergrad, mm-hmm. regardless of the school, but they know that they're about to transition to a much different school. What advice would you give? Like to get, they transfer into a much different school to get a master's degree. Like I'm literally going from this school over here, done, graduated, boom. Now I'm going to get a, an advanced degree over here. But this, I'm in notion now. What advice do you give? I think you um, deserve to take care of yourself first and to determine what self-care looks like at this stage of your life okay so we um well oftentimes like grad school i think brings an added pressure okay so uh 
we I remember Steve and I talking about this before of how going to a magnet high school getting your bachelor's was just like all of us gonna go get our bachelor's okay now let's really see if you're ready to swim with the sharks go get that master's right but in the in the pressure and the in the i gotta do this i gotta do this there there was never any time where it was like i have nothing to do this weekend we will relax we will do our homework assignments and finish them on friday because saturday will be our self-care day or i will sign up and go to counseling just so i'm making sure my mental state is there i will have trips with my friends i will do like i i didn't take the time out to do those kind of things and then when the pressures of life death uh finances or anything going on i didn't say okay acknowledge it it was just like no you got to finish so I, I would say the person like something's gonna happen Something is going to happen. Yes. This will not be a smooth ride. First, year, first semester, last year, last semester, mm-hmm. somewhere in between. Are you prepared to give yourself some grace and figure out what does what does my self care look like for me at this stage? Hmm. I hear that. Hmm. So, Ooh. you got through the masters by the grace by the grace of God, Amen. Um, we know that you went on the pursue a doctor we know you earned it um we know from previous uh episodes why you went in and uh yeah why pursue yeah. your your doctor um mainly because you got into the role of uh in education in, in the school system um you were doing you know student affairs student activities kind of work on the high school level you wanted to really make it a thing on the high school level so you figured out that's what you want to do your uh, doctorate on and your your thesis or whatever I don't know that big old book paper that you had to write had something to do with Erica um, Jones uh, you writing a book <laughs> had something to do with you know your extracurricular activities and why it's important for students in in high school and stuff like that so we know why you did it mm-hmm. um but let me see what I want to put my my first question for the doctoral degree looking at where you are right now do you still think of it look at it as a, a pretty good investment. Like, are, are you happy that you did it? And, and, and shut a, up, Melvin. And, right and this is another Ooh. question. This is a, a two-sided question because you can answer different ways. Okay. Investment for your life, for your being, for your your career, and getting to that other D of this episode, the cost of it all. Like, what's it worth? Dead. Yeah, that that the that the pretty little penny that you had to pay towards it, it that we're still kind of paying on, but yeah. but thank you for but COVID. COVID. Come on, COVID. COVID gave us a pause. <laughs> we was able to hit that pause button. Come on, go. Shout if you was able to hit that pause button. Hallelujah! Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. I got to talking in tongues. Ooh, but in twenty twenty one, we might have to come hit back that to play. it. We so. might have to hit play. But yeah, what Ooh. talk about that investment? So, um. For me, because of what I uh, career-wise wanted to do, um, what people don't realize, I had to convince myself that the lie I told myself, uh, it cannot, it can no longer be the reason you don't get your degree. So I remember sitting in a co-worker's office at Cross Creek High School and telling her after I had quit the program at Georgia Southern. See, I was already in the program before. Had took, I took two classes. I made an A in both classes. And then I decided and told myself a lie. Imposter syndrome kicked in. You don't really want to get your doctorate. You was just going to do that because your parents said it'd be good to do. And people tell you to go get it. But you don't really want your doctorate. You just, I mean, you can just chill and do this. Why would you go do that, right? Um. So when I, once I got over that, that's, that was a lie. <laughs> this, is, this is career-wise. This is what you want to do. This is the research you actually want to be involved in. And you want to be known as the professional in that in area. In that area. Like the expert. Yes, absolutely. 
it has a return for me in those regards and i'm talking it um because i I do want to speak about this um and later on as far as how does it look for other people but it does it it did but i will also say there are there are doctoral programs uh for people in different professions that do not immediately get financial gain from the doctorate what profession is it higher education we are not an area that because you came in with a degree or even if you're in a position your pay immediately uh, increases you're used to have to fight for this so the degree is great it will help and it will leverage you but it's not an immediate thing so the debt sometimes it's like all right we on year two with this doctorate and i need this pay to get to this in order to for the debt to balance out so it's not an immediate thing it's not not for higher education but I like just me overall, like, okay, getting it. Did I see the pay? Did I see the, uh, what's the word? What'd you call it? Return on it or like an investment? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, now let me ask you this too. Most people know that uh, earning a doctorate is, is difficult because if it wasn't, I think more people would have them. doctors all over the place, left so, and right. Yeah. Now, then it'd be a matter of how many doctors can you get? Mm-hmm. Um, what was the biggest sacrifice? How was it? balancing a full-time job and being a full-time student mm. yeah that, yeah yeah those, those are my two questions i think you can wrap up in the so grad school was part-time job at the campus yeah okay so you walk from your office to the library do some work and then you go over to the class and then you go back to your apartment do and work. do your work some more and you meet up with your cohort whenever you can to study mm-hmm. we are now in a whole different ballgame right. i have a husband i have a whole child mm-hmm. i have a whole job that has extra hours on top of it because i'm doing extracurricular activities with my students so the sacrifice was out of this world and that's the part where when people say oh i'm thinking about getting it i i know we are in a microwave society and that some people want to go and get these uh quick degrees quick degrees even with those, mm-hmm. there yeah, comes so a level, level of work circle. that yeah. you got to yeah, do. Yeah, like, it, you got to put in this work. Absolutely. So, what I would always say is that it's listen, there are you being my husband, you always gonna be the person that knows the, the, the depths of what I had to go through to do that degree, right? But Darrell Tyreek, Leah Carlton, and Dakeisha Reynolds <laughs> are gonna be the three that knew, like, the really what type of I'm about to lose my mind (laughs) that goes into this and the sacrifice where I am up every morning sometimes at 2 a.m. so that I can do some work from 2 a.m. to 4.30 a.m. Then from 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. I was at least trying to work out because I was on a great workout regimen. I actually lost weight doing my doctorate, doing pretty good then. Um, Working out. And then from 5.30 to 6.30 is getting dressed and getting in the car to get ready for work. Mm -hmm. So then turning around, Saturday mornings, you already knew. Saturday mornings, I am gone. I'm going to go do my work. I go to Starbucks and I get the bacon egg and cheese sandwich the with the gouda cheese i get me a ice latte and i do my work until from 6 a.m to 12 p.m every saturday faithfully for three years that's what i did 
I had to. That was my time, and I knew that my assignments, most of my assignments were due on Sunday, so I'm going to do that. That's that's the work I got to put in. But then there was other things coming in between when it's, you know, your hybrid class, and we got to go to Columbia, and then I got to do this and meet with my cohort, meet with my professor, and do these other kind of things. So the sacrifice of it, people don't understand, like, yeah, that's why a lot of times I, I get I got ghosts. No, I cannot go out. I can't do this. I I cannot. And it and <laughs> you just looking like you overwhelmed I'm thinking about you, it, bro. I'm listening. It's like, bro, if I ain't got the doctor by now, I ain't getting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm living life out here. I don't, I'm, but people, like, I'm telling you, sad to know you, the, you, you crazy. The people who commented on Bye. my post and were like, "I'm still traumatized. Mm. I'm still going through PTSD from it." Mm. They know because it literally just. Whew. I'm good. Whew. And then you submit that assignment just to get back, and they say like, "Okay, well, you need to change." Try it. again. Uh, oh God. Okay, wait. Man, I just did this, and I don't know how much. And then going through, and you're reading ten articles just to get two sentences. Mm-mm. I had to go through all of that nope. and get two sentences nope. worth of stuff. Nope, 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 all of that. All of that goes into it. So that I think that's the part Ooh. where I'm gonna tell you what I learned. Though I'm gonna tell you what I learned. Please tell what you learned. I I remember when I graduated. That my line sister came up there. Felicia came up there to the graduation. She said, you know, your line sister's mad. You ain't tell them you was graduating. I learned from that master's. I ain't telling nobody nothing. Until it's done. Until it's done. This ain't your business. Now, if you were my, if you follow me on Snapchat, you knew that I was doing classes. I'm doing this, da, da, da. But I did not say to the public, the masses, that I'm getting my doctorate. I'm working on this and da, da, da. Because, baby, I need to do this. I need to do it in silence. That's why when I when I, I said real G's move in silence like lasagna, I literally was doing this thing underground like Harriet Tubman trying to get through. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the other thing too, when you tell somebody else, you can look at it one of two ways. It's either going to be... Say it, I know what you're going to say. An added pressure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or it's going to be added motivation. And, so and it can easily, easily. slip between mm-hmm. the two. That's a thin line. But one of those... It's going to send you into a world of depression that you may or may not be able to get out of. Get out of, yes. yes. <laughs> and especially when you're talking about something like a doctor, like, okay, most, again, talking about the people we went to school with, A.R. Johnson, Madden School, you're going to get a bachelor. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. If I slip somewhere in there, okay, I can make it up, boom, boom, finish it up, da-da-da. But we're talking about a doctor here. If I slip up on this doctor, I might put dig myself such a deep hole where it's like, I'm done. done. I'm done. Because if I keep going at this rate, I'm going to die of depression. Like, I'm just that depressed <laughs> and sad and miserable with this. That I'm not going to do well. So I just need to quit. Uh-huh. Because then people people is, is, tend to ask you about it and how it's yeah, going. And it's like, it going? I don't want to. You don't to. know I actually quit two semesters ago. <laughs> but I got to keep going with these posts. Yeah. You Hopefully know, y'all forget. One time I had a professor that... Uh, told me okay he was horrible he ended up getting put out of our uh department hallelujah but anyway because of him i was going to have to repeat well because of him i thought i had gotten kicked out of the program oh yeah and and i'm saying because of him he literally was a horrible professor like listen to me it ain't wasn't nothing we did as students he had to end up leaving out the program because it was like what are you even well how did you get this grade what is the rubric you use you sir well how do i get a d and i remember sitting on the desk in my office just looking at like looking towards the hallway because the desk was facing the hallway and I was just sitting there listening to some gospel song with tears in my eyes and Carlson just happened to be walking past because she was taking her class somewhere and so she walked past and saw me and like waved and then she was like what you good 
you okay? <laughs> I was like, mm-mm, I just shook my head. She's like, I'm coming back. <laughs> so she took her class out, and the next the next thing, it was uh, her planning. But by that time, Dakeisha had came in there, and they was like, uh-uh, we got to get together. Who we got? Who you need to call? Like, focus, focus, focus. I know it's a lot. We got to get, you know, we got to get together. Get so who track. wants to, like, go through that publicly? Right. It was like, no, I need, I had a, a tight team around me that were like, this is how we're going to do this. This is, yeah. this is how we're going to keep this together. And so... I always tell people it's not it's not what it seems it's not what it seems i remember having a panic attack in front of one of my students poor erica jesus and i remember carlton saying lord thank god erica always wasn't going to class and coming in your office i literally i don't even know melvin what assignment it was i know it was the last year i don't know what was going on but erica looked at me and said you okay my hands were shaking and I knew I was having a panic attack. I was like, I'm having a panic attack. Da, da, da. And Erica was like, mm-mm, uh-uh, you, uh, what's, what we need to do? What you want me to do? And I, and I told her, I said, call Miss Reynolds from my phone. That's all I could get out. Call her from my phone. And she called her. And Reynolds, and you know, Reynolds dramatic. She over there, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. Walker, Walker, talk to her. So she gave Miss Walker the phone. And Miss Walker said, all right. You know you like to make lists, right? You got all those lists on your wall. Go sit down, get Erica to write it. You tell her what you what you need, what you know, just think through. And thank God she said that because Erica literally took out the big, you know, the big sheets of paper that I would have and she just started writing. I was telling her what I need to work on or work on so I could scratch it off. But I just had a moment I got overwhelmed. I don't try the whole elephant. Oh, goodness. And see, that's a lot of what this these programs are about. You can't do it all. You cannot. They say dissertation. That means page. That means the first two pages of chapter one. Mm-hmm. Okay, now give me page three and four. Like you, it's it's a lot of that, and people just, I, you know, I'm not I'm not going to hype you up and and tell you just to go out there and do this. Do you? Because I want you to know that it, a lot of this happened. I want you to see that there are some challenges you're going to face, so you can go in this with a different kind of mindset. You're not going into this thinking, "Oh, I can't wait until they call me doctor, mm-hmm. dude." Because when I get, oh, I can't wait till my pay go up because that's what. Think okay, about girl. The wrong thing. Okay. Think about the wrong thing. When that first F hit you, when that first bad grade come mm-hmm. back. When that first assignment you forgot to turn in, I remember waking up at eleven forty-five on a Sunday night, realizing I hadn't turned in something. Scared myself half the day. Somebody talked about that on Twitter the other day. Baby, you on that? Whew. That's like that panic when you like you this morning Ooh. when your alarm ain't go off. Mm-hmm. It went off. I just put it on snooze and forgot to. No, I forgot to put it on snooze. I just turned it. Turned it all off. off. <laughs> when it snapped back to sleep. No, so you know, in in wrapping this up. People always ask me or say to me, well, I'm thinking about getting my whatever doctorate. Definitely doctorate is what I hear. Which one? Master's doctorate. Mm -hmm. And so there's this, I believe people ask that question hoping for either, you know, a yes or a no. But I believe majority want that person to push them to say, yes, go do it. Like, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I'm going to say this. If you are an educator and it's particularly a teacher and you know that if you get this degree in this particular field, um, that it's going to immediately bump your pay. I think it is it is at least something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Everybody wanna make more money when they tell you that whole little, well, we go to school to learn more. Bull. It's gonna cost you some money to get it. Yeah. So I need you to know make, if it's gonna make, make some you money. some money. Yeah. Okay. But, 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 but 
you have to understand whether or not you are ready to make the sacrifices to earn it. Sacrifices, plural. Plural. Amen. And Lord, whether amen. or not this is you are you have an area or a passion in a certain in a certain research, okay, in certain research that you are willing to dedicate hours to. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I never, I enjoyed every moment of my research because it truly was a passion of mine. I enjoyed doing the interviews with my students and putting my story together. I was blessed to have an excellent dissertation chair. Like to this day, I will talk to that man about whatever topic he keeps me posted on different things in my, in my area will recommend me for uh, conferences and all that kind of stuff. But that's because it's a passion of mine. And what I think is unfortunate is that you see other people accomplishing things and and when you just put yourself in their shoes and don't want to actually walk the miles, you're gonna mess up. It ain't gonna work out for you. Because you just you you don't wanna you don't wanna walk through my shoes. So and I say this before, I wanna do a blog post that said, Don't get on my level because you're gonna get hurt. You go you gonna get hurt trying to get up in, up here with me, baby. You might get hurt. You talk talk to my friends and tell them about the panic attacks, the long hours, the late nights, the crying, the depression. It ain't, it ain't all what you want. Hey. But if you're willing to, again, sacrifice and willing to, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Because it's, it's just not that simple. I just want you to consider right. everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah. consider Don't everything. No yeah. And, and like I said, it's one of the, um, oh, goodness. Uh, one of the girls went to pain with me. Janelle put on on Facebook. She said that her professor told her it takes you ten years to get over getting a doctorate, and I was like, boy, ten years. But then I thought about that thing. I said, yeah, the trauma of assignments and pressures, and then you gotta go through imposter syndrome. Even if you got the doctorate, to be like, am I that smart? Yeah. I know I got it, but yeah. then am I still? Yeah, all of that. Yeah, I can see how it can it can lead to that. Well, looks like I will not be getting the doctor. Oh, Lord. I will be using your name. <laughs> Thank you very nah, much. Nah, real talk. I, now, I'm going to say this about you. Uh, I would never pressure you to do that because I know you don't like particularly like writing. But um, I remember one time when we saw a doctoral program that had had an emphasis in, a, in an area that you have a passion for. I was like, okay, now that I can see. Mm-hmm. But just to tell somebody like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, we may be- revisit it uh, in a few more years. Who knows? Who knows? Degrees, debt, and depression. That's what it is. Hey, do what you got to do, though, people. Make sure you you out there doing it and thinking it through. And and like I said, if it's gonna give you an immediate pay increase, at least consider Definitely you know getting an additional degree. Research. But and research the schools. Yeah, oh, y'all yeah. stop paying uh twenty thousand dollars uh per semester. Just to get a Bumblebee Georgia degree. What? That don't make no sense. I can't stand that. I'm done now. Y'all want me to get on the soapbox? I hate that. Think about and really research the places you're going and making sure what they give you is a practical experience. That's why I love the University of South Carolina. They was like, listen, what do you need to know to be better at what it is that you're doing? Let's Mm -hmm. do that. Not let's sit up here and just waste your money and got you running around talking to the people on the internet that probably ain't got degrees themselves because there are schools that do that point blank and appear they and do and i watch people do um uh definitely not gonna say no name nothing like that but they're they're legit some schools that do that so, there's some scammer again, sh- yeah scammer some schools scammers. and with me working in at, at missions of just a, a tech technical college um, there are some scamming high schools over, so, you know, scamming high schools, mm-hmm. some scamming colleges, some scamming grad programs. Just make sure you do your research. Mm-hmm. Make sure you do and your get research. You a good you don't support be looking group. like 
soon as you get done, uh, uh, you done graduated, and now everybody looking at your your degree like, oh, this 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 not a real program. This, <laughs> this school is not accredited. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I know you paid a hundred thousand dollars for a master's degree, but it, it, this this <laughs> college is not accredited. Yep. Sorry about that. Seen it happen. And you will not get your money back. You will not. Oh, oh, Lord Jesus. Will not. Yeah. I actually saw some saw that happen to a person where they were in a leadership position, and then it came out of the school that that person went to wasn't accredited, and they mm. took him out of his leadership position. Mm. It's like, good Jesus. Could have been some great knowledge you got. Yeah. But it was not. And accredited. I'm sure you made some great sacrifices financially, mm-hmm. too. But yeah. All right. So, uh, listen, we could talk about this more. Uh, it's, it's so many things about masters and doctoral programs and all those kind of things. And for all of you out there who went through it, you made it through. You and made for all those out there that's going through it, you, you will fighting, make it through. Keep fighting. Keep pushing. You know what you're there for. And if you don't just, know what you're there for, hey, the you need to go pray about it. Meditate. Until your victory you is won. Until your victory is won. That's it. Yeah, that's and it. And if you're thinking about doing it, hey man, just get in the car with me and we just ride right on past. It's all good. <laughs> don't even don't even worry about it. If you ain't got about now, don't even worry about it. But don't no, seriously, me. if you think about doing it, you know, don't like like me. we said, do your research, figure out if it's something you really want to do, and then go from there. Ask questions. Please ask yeah. questions. Don't don't think about I mean, don't look at it like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to grad school, or, oh I'm gonna go get my doctorate. Tomorrow you apply and you think the next day you're supposed to get in, the next day you're supposed to uh start. It don't quite move that fast. If it's don't, moving it that don't, fast, don't that that's, that's one of the ones we're telling you. Right, yeah. That's one of the ones <laughs> to avoid. If it's moving that fast, avoid that one. But all I'm saying Let is make sure you do you your research. research. Make sure you pray about it, think about it, meditate, and, and make sure you understand something that you really want to do because it will take sacrifice. And I'm not even talking from the person that did it. I'm talking from the uh, partner, the the husband of the one uh, that did it. I, I had to sacrifice some weekend trips because she had to go do some studying. I, even when we went on trips. Yeah, even when we went on trips. I can't go do what I want to do Saturday because she want to do or she got to go to a Starbucks even when we out of town. It's like, I you had to go through are my are ritual. Right I had now, to, man. hey. Are you hit, serious? Hit me by the Starbucks. I be, and then I go. So I got to go to the breakfast spot by myself because she, she got to do her research. Oh, my goodness. Whatever, man. Anyway, that's our show for today. Yes, time to eat my pizza. Peace.